What's up, ladies and gents? Testing out a little uh, new stuff I got, and uh, I want to do a little solo episode today about some things that I've been noticing, some things that I've been feeling, some things that I've been experiencing lately. Um, a lot of the stuff I talk about goes hand in hand with self-confidence and a huge part of self-confidence is having self-awareness and realizing what you're feeling, why you're feeling that way, and even how you can change the way you're feeling. And um, one of my best friends uh, was having a conversation. And um, for those of you who have listened before, my best friend Matt is into real estate. And I was uh, sitting in on a conversation he was having with um, one of his partners in real estate. And it kind of hit me that fuck, everything that I'm hearing is so overwhelming. Hearing about, you know, this loan and how this loan gets around certain taxes and whatever it may be. And that could be anything in your life. You know, if you're just starting to diet, uh, you see somebody else dieting and they're counting their macros and they make everything look so easy. If you have the mindset, you know, if you have a, a small mindset that you can't accomplish that, or you doubt yourself, that self-doubt bleeds into so many things. And it's not even, you won't even take on this task. You'll psych yourself out so much quicker. I mean, you won't even do it. It's like if you were getting ready to jump out of a plane, you would, you know, you would psych yourself out so much that you would never get into the plane to do it. And that's the thing. If I still had this um, this small mindset. If I was still very, very, very doubting, if I still had so much self-doubt as much as I did a year ago, two years ago, uh, however long ago, I would hear these things and they would literally freeze me. It would make me not want to do this. And trust me, there's still days where I think, oh God, when I buy my first house and it's my first real estate income property, you know, that's when shit hits the fan. That's when it's put up or shut up. But hearing somebody else go through it, seeing somebody else go through it, that can realistically make or break you depending on your fucking mindset. If you have a negative mindset, if you're very, you know, you have very low self-confidence, that's going to be an issue because you're going to psych yourself out before you even do these things. And I think that's why being self-aware and that's why running tests on yourself uh, to see where you are, to see, you know, what your flaws may be. And you again, you always have to be honest with yourself about it, but I think, um, I think that's huge. And so one of the, one of the big things that happened to me recently, and for those of you who have been listening, you'll know, uh, I went to London. I took a trip to London with Cope Daddy. And for me, this wasn't a vacation. This was, uh, just a big, this is a big growth experience for me. And Every time people ask me about it now, I can tell when I answer the question that, you know, when they say, oh, how was London? I can tell when I answer it, they don't know how I feel about it. They don't know what I, you know, if I had fun, if I didn't have fun. I had a blast. I had an absolute blast in London. But that wasn't the point. The point of me going to London was to expand my comfort zones. The point of me going to London was to prove to myself that, I can do anything. Realistically, I can do anything. The point 
of me going to London was to face my fears. It wasn't a vacation for me. I mean, that was going to London mentally was some of the hardest stuff I've ever done. So it wasn't a vacation. It wasn't wake up, sit on the beach and drink margaritas all day. It was none of that. Every day I was testing myself. Every day I was pushing my boundaries. Every day I was thinking about, oh shit, I got to fly home by myself. You know, everything there was comfort zone expansion. So that wasn't a vacation to me. The point I'm trying to make is I psyched myself up so much and I had so many expectations that when I got back, I was unsure how to feel. I thought I was going to come back a changed man. And I think I did to a degree. I think I learned that you can do anything. I mean, you just have to face the fear and you'll figure it out along the way. But I think I was looking for some some light bulb to go off in my head and it, it really, it really didn't. So that was kind of, I don't know. I think that was kind of scary to me. And, um, now looking back, sorry, I'm sniffling. I'm, I don't know. I'm sick. I don't know what the hell it is, but, um, looking back, I realized that, well, you may always be uncomfortable, right? So I think me going to London made me think that the next time I am going to do something that I used to think was uncomfortable, it'll feel totally comfortable. And that's not the case. And I'm learning that, okay, that's, I mean, that's kind of, that, that's kind of the joke that me and Alan always have, that the things in life that you, you really want are always the hardest and your life tends to play tricks on you. Like, if, if I thought London was going to be the end-all be-all, I was going to come back the most confident and everything that I used to think was uncomfortable was going to be comfortable. And then I realized that that wasn't the case. Life has a weird way of showing that to you. And rather than quitting and saying, okay, well, London didn't do it for me. So maybe, maybe I'm just not meant to live big dreams or maybe I'm not meant to face these fears. Maybe I'm I'm meant to live a sheltered life. Maybe I'm not supposed to travel. Whatever the fuck those thoughts are. You know, whatever they are. That's not the case. The case is, cold water is always going to be cold. Heights are always going to be high. You just have to realize that the more you do it, the easier it is to step into the cold water. The higher you climb on the rock wall, the easier it is to climb there again. And I'm using those analogies, but it really is the truth. When you face your fears, you just have to continue facing those fears. That fear may never completely go away, but you might just get used to it more. And I think that that's the biggest lesson I took away from London is I may always have certain fears. I may get overwhelmed in certain situations, but the more I put myself in those situations the more comfortable I will be in them. I may never be so comfortable that I don't think about it, that I just, you know, I just do it like I've done everything else, but you have to con- you have to constantly test yourself. I think that we have to continue, continuously evolve as humans. I mean, what you're doing today, ultimately, you know, what you're doing in the present will ultimately be what you're going to do in the future if you're not doing anything to change it. And if you're happy with your life, I mean, that's fine and dandy. But the problem is, if you continue to do the same things over and over and over again, and you remain the exact same person for the next 30 years, the issue is your surroundings are going to change, your relationships are going to change, 
your, you know, your finances are going to change, your health is going to change, your everything is going to change. Everything is always constantly and continuously changing. So you have to change as well. I think that at the end of the day, we want to be comfortable. I didn't want to get out of bed today. I had a laundry list of things I had to get done. Um, and sitting down in front of this microphone was one of them. And I didn't want to get out of bed. But successful people do what's uncomfortable in the moment for the greater good. That's just like being on a diet. I mean, you can have that slice of cake, but you're going to regret it tomorrow. Or you can have that slice of cake in three weeks when you hit your goal weight. It's, that's the biggest thing. If you can, if you can stay disciplined now and continue to be disciplined, you'll eventually get to the point where this discipline will pay off. And that's when you can start doing the real shit that you want to do. Um, I, I watched a, Shout out to Big Nate Smithson yesterday. He sent me a video. Actually, sent he sent it to me a couple days ago. I just didn't get around to watching it till yesterday. But um, the lesson I took away from this video uh, it was a TED Talk, and I won't I won't break down the whole thing. I'll, I'll tell you the lesson I took away from it. The lesson I took away is that anybody can do anything, and I want to put it like this. I want to break this, break it down in this analogy. When I was young, I used to see people that could do the splits. And I would say, wow, there is no way I could ever do it. And I would try to get down as low as I could into the splits. I know it's a strange analogy, but bear with me. I would get down as low as I could and get to the splits. And I would literally feel, you know, you'd feel those muscles stretching and stretching. And you'd get to a certain point where you say, no, that hurts too much. That's enough. And then you wouldn't ever do it again because you said, oh, shit, I can't do the splits. But what if you did that every day for a year? or every day for a month, or every day for a week, or two days in a row to start. Who knows where you'd be in a month? Who knows where you'd be in, <laughs> in six months? Who knows where you'd be in a year? I don't know because I stopped doing it because it was uncomfortable. The point I'm trying to make is, you might not be a great poet. You might not be a great artist. You might not be a great anything yet. But you'll never be that if you don't continue doing it. Once you start something, you're going to hit bumps in the road. And that's obviously, I've talked about that before. But on a more concrete vision, you literally can do anything you set your mind to as long as you're willing to be consistent, regardless of outcome. If you want to be a scuba diver, the first time you go in the water, you only go three feet under the water. The next time you go four feet, the next time you go five feet, that's how things add up. That's how you get places. Nobody builds a dynasty overnight. I mean, they always say Rome wasn't built in a day, and that's, that's true. But the thing is, you have to understand that when you, when you hit that first roadblock, then that's when you have to say, okay, this is the point where I would quit something else. So you can't quit. You can't quit that because you've already invested all this time in if you invest the time in it and you continue pushing yourself, you'll get somewhere. So you do day one of doing the splits. Oh, wow. I only made it this far. I'm going to be sore tomorrow. You wake up the next day. You try it again. You're probably not going to get any further down than you did the day before. It's probably going to be that way for a week, maybe two. But maybe the 15th day you do this, you see a little progress. If you quit 
on the 14th day, you would think you accomplished nothing. If you, if you did it on the 15th day, you'd realize that you accomplished so much. And then that's the motivation you need. So you got to hang in there. you got to hang in that fight. The, the, the world, your life might be throwing punches and kicks, but you got to block them and you got to keep, you know, you got to keep your eye moving forward. You got to keep your eyes up. You got to keep your head up. You got to keep going. Um, I've been struggling lately. I got a lot of shit going on, a lot of uncertainty in my life, uh, a lot of things that I'm trying to get done to better my life that I haven't been able to do yet. And fuck, it's stressing me out beyond belief. And uh, I haven't been doing the things that help me de-stress. I haven't been watching the motivational videos I used to watch. I haven't been listening to podcasts. I just, I've been overwhelmed. I've just been so overwhelmed trying to tread water that it's really hard for me to do other things. And um, it might sound like excuses, sure. And they probably are part excuses. If I really wanted to do it, I should just put my fucking head down and do it. But I haven't been doing it. And um, that's where most of the motivation comes from. Every time I sit down and do one of these episodes, it's not because somebody told me to. It's not because, you know, I, I want to hear myself talk. It's because it's legitimately shit that I'm going through. And I know if I'm going through it, there's a good chance that somebody else is going through it. And sometimes you can't find the words to explain how you're feeling. You can't find the reason that you're feeling the way you're feeling. You can't pinpoint what exactly it is. And I haven't yet either. I haven't yet either. That's why I make these crazy ass analogies. But I'm trying. And I'm really trying to move forward. And I'm trying to hold myself responsible for everything I do. I'm trying to take some giant things. I'm trying to climb this mountain. But instead of climbing it, I'm trying to break it down step by step by step by step. You know, you do one thing a day. You do two things a day. And then reward yourself. You know, you want to you want to read a book. You don't sit down and read it all in one sitting. So that's how you have to attack life. That's how you have to attack your goals. It sounds so easy when I say it. It sounds so fucking easy and so clear. And it sounds like, oh, everybody already knows that. And they might know that, but do they practice it? Because I haven't been. I haven't been practicing it. And I know this too. And when I hear somebody else say this, it motivates the fuck out of me. And the problem is, motivation fades, uh, you know, good times fade, happiness comes and goes because most people are balancing passions with necessities and, you know, doing mostly things they don't want to do. That's a whole nother topic. We've been there. I'm sure we'll go there again. But the point I'm trying to make is you need to do small things to get where you want to get consistency and effort are the two most important things when chasing a dream. I have not been doing either lately. And I wonder why I'm not happy. If you're feeling the same way, I hope this hits you because it fucking hit me. And that's why I wanted to talk about it. Um, ladies and gents, short one today, but we're signing off and uh, we're just scratching the surface. <laughs>